Welcome friends. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Lori Jorgensen, and my mission is to help you navigate your journey by showing you who you truly are in Christ and how to partner with him to achieve your God-sized dreams and make a kingdom impact in the world. Every week, we will dive into biblically rooted topics that will point you to Jesus in all areas of your life. So come and hang out as we dive into what God has for us today. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 10 of Finding Freedom Through the Fire podcast. I am Lori Jorgensen, and I am your host, and I am so glad that you're here. In our last episode, we discussed how your health plays a crucial role in biblical leadership and how being a biblical leader takes sacrifice and discipline. Now, today, let's dive even deeper into this subject and talk about biblical finance. This is a subject that's a big subject and many struggle with it and actually have blocks from past traumas and experiences on receiving the blessings of abundance. And some even misinterpret the scripture The Bible never says that we are to live in lack. It says to be content in whatever situation you're in. But God actually wants abundance for us. He just doesn't want it to become your idol. Many of you heard people say money is the root of all evil. (laughs) Well, that's actually a misinterpretation of the scripture. The scripture actually says the love of money is the root of all evil. This scripture has been used as a weapon to make people feel that having money is unholy. But it's actually the lordship of money that is evil. In 1 Timothy 6.10 it says, For the love of money is root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. In Mark 8:36, it says, For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? And in Luke 16:11, it says, If you have not handled the riches of this world with integrity, why should you be trusted with the internal treasures of the spiritual world? Now, Jesus talks about money in a few different parables. One of them is about the rich young man who he asked to give up everything and sell everything and follow him. The cost for the young man was just too high because money was more important. In Luke 19, 1 through 9, the story of Zacchaeus also talks about money, where Zacchaeus was a tax collector and everyone looked down on him. But Jesus took the time to say, I'm coming to your house today. No one could believe that he was actually going to Zacchaeus's house, but Zacchaeus was so moved by Jesus's boldness to be kind to him that he was willing to give it all up. And he was changed. He gave people's money back and he decided to follow the ways of Jesus. Now, another parable where Jesus taught about money was the parable of the talents. And in this talent, he compares 
it to being likened to the whole kingdom of heaven, the way of the whole kingdom of heaven. It says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on his journey. Then he who received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug it in a hole in the ground and hid the Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of whose servants came and settled accounts with him them. So he who had received the five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents, and look, I have gained five more talents beside them. The Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things, and I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered me two talents, and look, I have gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things, and I will make you rule over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But the Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy sluggard. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to be depositing my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to anyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But for him, from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So Jesus teaches us there that we are not to hide what we have, not just our money, but our our talents, our gifts and our talents. We are not to keep them for ourselves. We are to share them with others and be abundant in those and create abundance. And we have to remember that money is a tool and it is only a tool. And we can use that tool to further the kingdom. So we have to ask ourselves, do you rely on money or do you rely on God? Do you make decisions based on money? Or do you make them based on your trust in God? Do you use money? Or does money use you? 
Where on the totem pole is Jesus? And where is money? Some will say that Jesus gave opposing examples about money. In some instances, he says to sell it all and follow him and build kingdom riches. But in others, he says to multiply your talents, your finances. But it still comes down to one thing. It comes down to lordship. Money doesn't define you. It's a thing. God doesn't love you less if you have money or if you don't. The way you handle money says a lot about your character. Are you selfish or generous? Are you responsible or irresponsible? God is looking to move a generation by leaders. And an example of this is their lifestyle. Whether they steward what they have with excellence. Whether you have little or lot, a lot. We are supposed to be content and we are supposed to steward it well. As a leader, it's important to have a healthy money mindset. So ask yourself, how do you feel about Christians being wealthy? How do you feel about tithing? What do you think tithing is? Is it only giving to a church? Church building? We must remember that we are the church and we are to help the widows and the children do you think Christians should live a meager lifestyle? Growing up, what was your family's financial situation? Do those factors play into how you feel about money? Did your family struggle with money? Or did they have an abundance of it? What were your experiences with that? Were you not able to get your parents' attention because they were always working to create that income, to create that wealth? Or maybe you grew up in a family that struggled. Maybe you feel guilty for having money. Maybe you were content with little and so you don't feel it's necessary. These are all questions that we have to ask ourselves, and these are all things that can lead to lack money mindset. Um, as I said, money is a tool, and it is used to expand the kingdom. I mean, how awesome would it be to be able to help somebody who is in need with anything they needed? <laughs> With groceries. What if their house burnt down and you could buy them a house or a car? How amazing would that be? Don't you think that God would be happy with that? That that is something that would advance the kingdom? That shows the love of God? Because you're not putting lordship over your things. Your tools that you've been given. You are using them to sow into the kingdom. 
to show God's love. I know that's the kind of life I want to live. I want to be able to write that check. <laughs> no matter how many zeros it takes to help someone. I want to be able to provide for my family as well. So there's nothing wrong with that. God gave abundance to those who could handle it. That is why sometimes he doesn't give it to us because we're not ready for it. Because he knows that if he gives it to us too soon, it would end in disaster because you're not ready. That's why you see so many people that maybe aren't Christians and and they have this abundant life, but they're still lacking. Or maybe they've lost it over and over and over again. Because they haven't stewarded it well. They haven't trusted in the Lord. And don't get me wrong, there are Christians who have lost things. But maybe it's because they lost sight of what was truly important. I think that this whole shutdown that we experienced last couple years here, um, that was maybe God's way of also trying to show us what's important. That you know, keeping up with the Joneses and having all these nice things and the best house and the best cars, you know, it's nice. But if you put that above your family and most importantly above him, he shows you how unimportant it really is. And I think that that shutdown hopefully taught people that to look for the things that are really important in life. When we couldn't see our families, when we were told not to gather for holidays with our families or <laughs> to be able to congregate with our friends. What was important then? Yeah, it was important to have the tool of money to be able to stay in our home and provide food for our families and everything. But if we're not even allowed to go out and get that, <laughs> then what good is it? We had to put our faith and trust in the Lord and that is all he asks thank you so much friend for listening in I pray that you were encouraged challenged and blessed make sure you subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode one of the ways that you can help me is by leaving the podcast a review so if you have a minute I would love your feedback thank you again you are amazing. Remember, you are a daughter of the King. Believe God is who he says he is and receive his unconditional love and walk in the purpose that he has for you. Until next time.